Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio. Right, he's with us now, I believe. Uh, Chris, we were just having some issues, but hopefully we've got you now. Thanks for your time. No, good on you, mate. Nice to talk to you. Brilliant. I was just doing some of my best padding work there, CD, and it wasn't it wasn't pretty. How have you woken up now that the dust has settled on this mega deal? No, look, woken up you know, really, really happy. Yesterday, you know, we feel was an exciting day for our footy club, obviously. We had a disappointing year on field last year, but hopefully this gives us some momentum um, leading into the 2023 season for, for not only our playing group, but also our our members and supporters. Are you disappointed at all in the rhetoric coming from North Melbourne um, over the character of Jason on Francis? I, I think we can read between the lines with that. Now, Brady Rawlings this morning has done the media rounds and he said, we know everything that has occurred this year. We've got all the information at hand and a lot of people don't. And our decision to facilitate the trade for Jason to go home was based on all the information we've got at hand. What do you think he means by that? Look, that's a good question. It's, it'd be better for for Brady to expand on that. What I what I do know is that um, if we had rewound twelve months to this time last year, and anyone suggesting that they were going to end up with Jason Horn Francis would have been getting a player of supreme talent. Um, we think we can bring him into our environment, which has you know a lot of good quality people and players uh, in it, uh, who Jason can learn off of. Uh, I know that that was really important for, for Jason as well. You know, he's clearly in my meetings with him, he wants to be the best player he possibly can be. And I've got no doubt that in the short part of, you know, a player's career, he needs to learn, you know, a whole heap of um, work ethic, those types of things that um, that don't necessarily come um, just with, you know, having played up to your under 18 years. So, Hopefully we can get in, in, into our program, Kane, with, with the likes of Trav and Ollie, um, you know, Connor Rosie now, um, and, um, and he can continue to elevate his game into the future. So there's nothing out of the ordinary with, with, with his character. There's nothing you'll be surprised with other than he needs to increase his professionalism and his work ethic to, to match the talent. Yeah, but I think that that's, that's the same for any young player. I mean, you know, here's, here's a guy who had... Um, an extraordinary amount of scrutiny on him in his first year. Uh, as I say, if, if we rewound last year, there was there was no club in the AFL who wouldn't have taken Jason Horn Francis with their first pick, maybe outside mm. of Collingwood. So, 
um, yeah, the reality is, you know, we can look back over the last 12 months and say whatever we want, and people are clearly going to have an opinion on that when a trade like this goes down. But, yeah, we think we can provide him with the right environment for him to be as good as he possibly can be. You know, he's a, he's a young lad in my conversations with him at the moment. Um, yeah, he's a young lad, as I say, who wants to be as good as he possibly can be. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we're hoping that that's going to be a really good player in our environment. Chris, did things ramp up between yourselves and Jason Horn francis once the Alistair Clarkson, you know, uh, you know, thing came about with Hawthorne? Or was this always going to happen where you'd be in talks with Jason at this time of year? Because I just wondered whether the timing was that he was promised things, Jason. He thought he was going to have a coach that he could maybe have 12 more months with and see whether he could make it work at North. Did that play a factor in it? Oh, look, yeah, Matthew, that, that would be a specific conversation for Jason, but I think it's fair to say that you know, you, what we all saw last year was an, was an unsettled player uh, at a relatively unsettled footy club. And so um, you know, whether he wanted to put himself through another period of time um, you know, with, a, with a club who was unsettled is, is probably where you know, the conversations that he's had with us you know, have, um, have led to. There was nothing specific that he's ever mentioned about Alistair Clarkson or you know, what, um, you know, North Melbourne are, are going through specifically right now with Clarko. So, um, you know, I think just a, a number of factors on top of that, you know, unsettled club. You, you had an unsettled player who wanted to, to get home to his family. He's got, you know, young siblings. Um, you know, he, he's made a decision to come home. And, you know, let's face it, it's pretty courageous for, for a person there to be willing to put his hand up and actually make make it happen as well. So it's not just about... Yeah, you know, su- suggesting he was homesick. He actually wanted to get home, and he was he was desperate to make it happen. Um, yeah, you know, these deals don't get put together without multiple clubs who are willing to um, to facilitate their own outcomes. So you know, let, let's not think that Port Adelaide have, have won this trade solely. We had four clubs who have got what they wanted, um, and um, you know, we leave the deal you know really happy that we've been able to get both um, both Jason and also Gina Rioli. Was there a stage there at all that you thought you'd have to lose a quality player yourself to get this trade to happen? No, look, I mean that was that was where I think Jason Cripps, our list manager, has done you know largely his his best work in not um, having to give up a player you know as as part of this. We went into this negotiation really wanting to hold on to our young talent. I mean, at the end of the day, we've taken I think the most the third most players in the first round of the last three drafts outside of. Gold Coast and GWS, so we've got some really exciting young talent on our list that Jason has been able to retain as part of this deal, uh, and we've obviously been able to bring in uh, a supremely talented one in Horn Francis. So the six-year deal we've d- discussed, and um, I'm anti-long-term deals, CD, but I wanted to ask you how you value, in terms of your player payments, a player such as Jason, so that the talent is there, and on talent, you've you've got to pay for that, and you've got to pay extra to get a player out. And without revealing what you've paid him, how do you go about coming up with a contract that is fair for a player who hasn't done a lot yet in the game? Yeah, I mean these conversations are always risk and reward, aren't they, Kane? And and it would be fair to say, mate, that I'm well aware of your adverse <laughs> uh, reactions to long-term contracts. Um, so, as you say, it's, I mean, he's obviously got one year of that initial two-year deal to go, and then it's a five-year extension. Um, you know, our discussions all along with Jason and his management weren't necessarily about 
money, but it's fair to suggest that you know, Jason um, will receive um, an uplift in his salary. But also there's um, some protection for the club in that deal. You know, um, if, if Jason becomes the player that we think um, he is going to, then, then he will be more than fairly um, remunerated for that. And that, mm. you know, I think when you, when you leave these situations, all you can ask is fairness on both parts. And, and you know, that was clear for Jason. But you know, I'd also add you know, Ben Williams, his manager, um, there's some courage in what he did as well because you know, they've, they've copped a bit of backlash, to be fair to say. I'm, I'm aware of that. So having a strong player manager in this situation is also important. When you say protection for Port Adelaide, what do you mean by that? Is that around professionalism clauses for Jason? No, 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 not at all, not at all. Look, um, yeah, Jason's wage is not astronomically high that, that we wouldn't expect him to to continue to grow and be better. If he does that, his wage will increase. That's that's the reality of of our industry. Um, it's, it's very rare, Matthew, as you know, that a player signs a deal and gives any money back if, he's, mm. if he doesn't play very well. So... You know, we, we've gone into this really fairly, as I say. It was never about money for, for Jason. Um, but um, we think we've struck a really fair um, you know, outcome for all parties here and um, really excited for, for what Jason is going to bring to our footy club. Not only, you know, he is a player, but I think he's, he's the type of player who can make players around him better as well, which should be exciting for, for our other midfielders. So we have to ask you about Asava Radigalia. Uh, the, the discussions, how are they going with Geelong in terms of executing this trade? I've been pretty slow, to be mm. honest. Um, yeah, where, look, um, you know, as, as Kane mentioned in the intro, the part that I did here, you know, we've, we've got pick 33 now, um, which, is, which is probably the, the pick that we've got uh, earmarked for, um, for Asava if if that was to be um, what Geelong were, were willing to do in, in sort of dealing. I, mean, I don't think anyone's going to leave the trade period thinking that 33 is not a reasonable pick for, for Asava in, um, given you know, his lack of playing time in the premiership team. But the challenge here is whether um, Geelong want to want to trade a player who, who wants to leave. You know, he's, he's been clear in the fact that he wants to leave Geelong and wants to come to Port Adelaide. But, you know, um, uh, it's Geelong's prerogative as to whether they, they deal on that or not. Do you have a backup plan if if this deal falls over for for someone else that you you're looking at, or is this it and this will shut up shop for your trade period if it if it's not if it's not yeah, back? I think yeah, I think if it's not a Sava Kane, we we we'd be very you know comfortable taking that pick to the draft. We're obviously you know we're, Jason Cripps was was really keen to keep keep pick thirty three in order to have that on the table you know to Geelong for a Sava, but um, as I say, it's their prerogative as to what they what they do with him, he's contracted. So we're, we're aware of that. Um, but, uh, you know, worst case, um, if you can say that in a trade period where you pick up last year's mm. number one mm. pick and, and a guy who you think, you know, can actually help your team in, in junior Rioli in an area of the ground that we have probably let ourselves down in, um, you know, that, that that would be to go to the draft. On, on Junior Rioli, Chris, yeah, he does have a lot of talent, but I, I, I can't fully trust Junior Rioli as a player in what I've seen at West Coast. Uh, what about those discussions with him and having the faith and trust that he's going to be the professional player that you want him to be to have a great career with Port Adelaide? How, how strong do those discussions get with a player when, you, when you're about to recruit him? Yeah, I mean, they, they get strong enough to make sure that the player is aware of, of what 
um, your perspective on him is. Uh, in fairness to Junior, yeah, he's he's had uh, you know, a few tumultuous years, mm. some of which you know, were his own doing, and, and he's put his hand up on that and he's served you know, the time that he needed to out of the game based on some of the decisions that he made. But yeah, he's, he's coming into a club which will you know, support him. Um, um, yeah, he's going to have far more family um, around him uh, in Adelaide than what he had um, at the, the West Coast in the end. Um, yeah, we think we can provide the right environment for him to um, to be as good as he possibly can. You know, Ken Hinckley as a coach has a has a large emphasis on fitness. So, um, you know, when he reports back, you know, we're 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 sure that he's aware that he's going to have some expectations on him around you know the way that he presents himself. But you know, there's nothing that I've um, had conversations with Junior that wouldn't suggest that he's up for that challenge now. Um, again, in all of these situations, they're risk and reward. I'm not, I'm not blind to the fact that um, there have been issues over time. But, you know, this is, as I said, an area of the ground um, which we need some help. You know, Junior's a player who, at his best, can clearly help us. Um, so our challenge is to get him fit enough. CD, oh, I think it's a, a significant day for the footy club. I think it could be one of the best trades of all time, but that's just my opinion. We thank you for you explaining it to us this morning. Always generous with your time on Trade Radio. Appreciate it. Good on you guys. Thank you.